and another thing, I, this podcast, I'm going to say a blanket statement for all of us. I think you guys oh, are going to agree. Here we go. Debates on tap supports mm-hmm. equality for all. Yeah, absolutely. For most. Not Nazis? Yeah, hard yeah. stance. That's Not, one of our hard stances. Yes. Yeah. But especially women, pay gap, that kind of thing. We support women. pay yes, gap? Yes, yes. No, no, wait. No, no, we support fixing it. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But whereas three men, mm-hmm. three white men on a podcast, there's not a lot we can do. It does. It can't fall all to us. Right. Yeah. What are we going to do? Hire a woman and pay her the same as us? Yeah. What are we going to do? Well, we'd pay her zero then. Yeah. <laughs> we'd pay her 72 cents. I. Now there's. That's an ah, idea. That's an idea. I think women need to start stepping up a little bit. <laughs> oh. And it, I, I have the perfect, yeah. one of the perfect solutions. If that's the thin ice you're on. Yeah. Well, see, this is a role that is traditionally filled in my head by men. Mm-hmm. And that's the role of the dumb fuck. I rarely call women dumb fucks, and I think they should start <laughs> allowing me to call them dumb fucks more. That's true. Yep, I, I understand. So on your sitcom that you're writing, you're going to have a fat wife and a hot husband. Yeah, and he, uh, she'll it. be a dumb fuck. <laughs> and she's really smart, or she's she's really funny, though. Yes. Yeah, 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 and the yeah. husband's always like, my wife. My wife. Hey, you guys remember Borat? I'm just saying, whenever I call somebody a dumb fuck, 99% yeah. of the time it's a man. So is, women... Yeah. Start stepping up. Start taking care of your own shit. That's right. You become the dumb fuck. Because otherwise, we're going to start calling you dumb fucks. They're, dumb fucks are equal. Yeah. That's really. true equality. That's, that's true. Well, welcome to <laughs> another thing. This is a, it's a podcast where we drink, we talk, and everyone wins equally. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Brendan. And I'm Vargas. Pork cheek. You yeah, always forget. That. You always forget. You <sighs> guys thought I was taking a hard left, didn't you? You oh, were worried. I was worried that yeah. the directions we were taking, yes. You guys and are getting ready to put me into a little cell, <laughs> not let me out for the rest of the show. Equality jail. Yeah, <laughs> equality jail. And you almost tricked me with your wordplay saying I support the pay gap. Which I, listen. I do, I do not. I support baby gap, men, <laughs> just regular gap, but not the pay gap. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. What, this, are, what are we drinking today? Well, we're drinking, uh, I guess, since it's on topic and on brand, Bob's 47. Not, uh-huh. not Barbara's, Barbara's 47. 47. That's right. Bob's 47. Bob's 47. I guess if you say it with a certain accent, it, Babs 47. Babs. Babs. If you're, yeah, if we were in Boston, this would be Barbara's 47. Yeah, give me a Babs. Oh, here's a Barb's 47. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think we've had this on a recent episode, actually. Yeah. But it just came out. It's from Boulevard, their Oktoberfest, and it's fucking delicious. It's one very of the good. best Oktoberfests out there. Oh, in man. In my humble opinion. Uh, yeah, delicious beer. Uh, what's new with you, Vargas? What's new with me? Um, so are, you guys are aware of um, a book that came out in 1989. I've talked about it on this podcast before. It's called Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the nonfiction book. The nonfiction. Yeah, and then, er, then the document that came out in 1983. Yeah, of course. Correct, correct, correct. Very familiar. Uh, uh, so... Netflix recently released an animated. Oh yeah, the crustacean, <laughs> crustacean. No, nope, crustacean station. Yeah, it's, it's not about it's crabs. It's not, not about crabs and lobsters. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's it's you know, that'd be cra- that'd be crazy. Uh-huh. If it's, I saw a giant lobster rolling down the street, I'd be like, no, I'm done. I'm fucking. I'm <laughs> out of here. Spielberg, give us a call. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> you got <laughs> ideas. It, it's called Camp Cretaceous. That's right. And it's so it happens concurrently with Fallen Kingdom. Uh, or, or, or not Fallen Kingdom, the first one, Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a regular Jurassic okay. World. Um, but it, it it's about these kids, five kids, and two camp counselors at the, like, 
sneak peek version of something they're going to open in the new Jurassic World okay. called Camp Cretaceous. Uh, that's like a kid's summer camp that happens at Jurassic Park. Um, Why? I don't know. <laughs> I Yeah, yeah. So, but okay. And it, it sounds like it's for kids and it I, they kind of go that direction. Um, yep, right. It's, I mean, it looks like it's for kids it, too. It does. Uh, but like they have kids and people die and in the first three episodes, which happens over the course of like a day and a half, the kids are put in like a life-saving or a life-threatening emergency every episode and they constantly sneak out and are unsupervised most of the time. Oh, yeah, and of course. Yeah. <laughs> Why you know, not? In this dinosaur-ridden hellscape of Jurassic Park. Now, uh, the counselors, are they like the 1980s counselors where it's like sort of touchy and not great no, with the kids? No, 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 no. They're, they're actual good counselors. Okay, okay. Um, but the kids are just, they're wily. They're, they're Goonies types where they get out and cause shenanigans. But... Um, it was it was pretty good. It was surprisingly, you know, I I am desperate for Jurassic Park stuff right now because I'm reading the right, books, of course, and they're very good. You're all about dinosaurs right now. I am, uh, much like the kids in this <laughs> show are all That's about dinosaurs. The IO9 review points out it's excessively violent, pointing out that yeah. quote. Not an episode goes by without at least one kid being put in mortal danger. Yeah, and that's that what I'm saying. Before the park goes to hell, end quote. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it, I was like, oh my god. And there's not to I mean, minor spoiler alert. Right. There's an episode or two towards the end of the series mm-hmm. where they just let you think that one of the kids has died. Well, hey man, like, <laughs> you're letting them loose in a dino park. What do you that's think? That's true. What do, yeah. Yeah. what do you expect? expect? The hubris so, of opening up the park again after 20, 30 years is yeah. Yikes! So it was it was pretty fun, and the nice part was it's only uh, eight episodes or something, mm-hmm. thirty minutes a piece. So you're only out, oh, you know, really whatever, nice. two and a half hours. Nice. Um, yeah, I thought it was uh, it was pretty fun and nice, little lighthearted. Got me away from um, you know the boys and Lovecraft Country and <laughs> Raised and, by Wolves, right? Like, yeah, the, the usual stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, lighthearted romp through <laughs> child endangerment and death. Hey, man, it's a little bit better than the boys. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's be real. But yeah, so Jurassic Park Camp Cretaceous on Netflix. Very good. Pretty fun if you're looking for something a little... You're looking uh, for cor- kids being put in mortal danger repeatedly. And who I, is I it? I always am. I know. Yeah. Who yeah, among you'll us? love it, Brian. Who among us, you know? Uh, I've been listening to a couple of new al- uh, albums that just came out. Fleet Foxes, they came out with an album called The Shore. It's a fun name. Yeah, they're, they were... Well, they still are kind of... Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes. And uh, yeah. Say it. It's fun, Porky. As opposed to Fleetwood Mac. Nice. Not not that bad. Friend of the show, Ty, has been obsessed with the, sh- the song Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. And let me tell you, after he brought it up, it's popped. Like, everything I look at is fucking Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Of course. Because they're listening it's to a, you, man. It's a great song, though. Your phone's listening to you? Yep. These headphones are listening to you? Oh, my God. Fleetwood Mac just popped up. See? Uh, but no, Fleet Foxes, uh, Shore is their new album. They are a folk band, but like this this album that just came out, it is very... Um, I, I say it's very autumnal, like it's very fall flavored and everything because the lead singer, vocalist, songwriter, he lives up in near New York and he wrote this album over the course of the past two years and was like driving to the Catskills and things like that. So it feels very much like a traveling fall album. And it, I like, I, I, it's, it's more of like folk and roll. That's a hard mm-hmm. word to say. Mm-hmm. Well, you nailed it though. Thank you. As well as Sufjan Stevens came out with The Ascension, which was a big surprise to me. I love Sufjan a lot. He came out with the album in 2015 called Carrie and Lowell that is very, very good. 
It's about his mother passing away from stomach cancer. That is very depressing and very intense. Uh, this album is a little bit more not that, but uh, it's it's also very good. Was it's, it was the nonstick cookware named after him, or was he named after? I think it? so. I think a little bit of both. It's like chicken rag type of situation. Okay, yeah. Uh, but the ascension is very good. It's like electronic, like arrangements and folk, but it's very light, like Sufjan stuff. So it's very good. So if you like any of that stuff, go and listen to it. As well as just real quick, Molly and I finally started season two of The Boys. Yeah, we got two episodes into it. And let me tell you, it's great. It's so good. I see now. I I brought up. My buddy Ross talking about the tone was different. Yeah. And it and the the first season was very funny. This season is hysterical. Yeah. Like it I I'm laughing out loud repeatedly because it's so goddamn funny. And I, I really like where it's going and I really like what it's setting up. So I'm two episodes in, so we're we're getting there. Hell yeah. So yeah. Well, guys, again, lot of uh a uh-huh. lot of listener emails. Uh oh, this is poetry corner. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting. Yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of listener emails they they're like, you know, Brian, you've maligned Brendan. You've maligned Porkcheek. Who time. can we malign today? Who can we? Uh, so <laughs> this one's called the gender pay gap. No, no. <laughs> this one's called the glass ceiling. Build it bigger. Uh, I love scaring you guys. So I decided to write one. Uh, uh, I don't want to malign myself, I'm but I wrote it about myself. myself. Okay, I'll allow it. Yeah, that's I fun. thought you were going to go after Bella for a second. Yeah, if you're going to go, we're going to throw hands. I was going to pause the recording right now. I'll say this. Fight. If anyone ever in the entire world tries mm-hmm. to come after Bella or go yeah. after Bella, you got to come through three That's true. thick dudes. That's Yeah, at least. Yeah. But, and then you'll get to me and I'll step aside. <laughs> you wouldn't protect Bella? Well, I expect if, more if, of you, Porchy. If somebody gets through three <laughs> thick dudes, <laughs> that means they're serious. They're serious. And if my words don't work, we're fucked. Yeah. Like, fucked. I got a bat somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's hear the poetry. I've okay. Some, I've got some guns. It's, it involves you guys, America. too. It involves you guys, too. You're in here. You're, you always are, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to Brian's Poetry <laughs> Corner. I wish we could play like a very <laughs> like nice little like yeah. little baseline maybe, jazz melody. Maybe, maybe when we get, uh, once we hire the, the oh, new yeah, person yeah, and pay yeah, them yeah, 72 yeah. cents. That's right. That's, oh, right, yeah, that's yeah. right. All right. Brendan Vargas, so smart, charming, nary a gaff. While I try desperately to make everyone laugh. So many friends and popular effortlessly. And I'm in the corner screaming, pay attention to me. (laughs) Both of my best friends absolutely oozing mirth. Making them laugh is tied to my (laughs) self-worth. At first it was all fun and games, but now I feel that I ended up making this poem too real. (laughs) Are you crying? Nope. Thanks for coming to Poetry Corner. This has been Brian. Thanks for not rhyming mirth with girth. I thought that's where he was going. I always have to throw one curveball in. That's true. That's true. You didn't. You didn't lean into the the skid. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. That was really nice. Hey man, I think you're a great and worthy person of a lot of things, and you're you're wonderful. Thanks. Thank you for everything you do. Oh, that's not a lot <laughs> for the two things. <laughs> your uh, your degree from Missouri State in contemporary poetry is really God paying damn, off. It really paid off. Fun fact, since we got uh, such good traction on our how mm-hmm. we met and, you know, the history of us, I did take a poetry class. Uh, nice. And it, I wrote exclusively <laughs> poems uh, when I would just listen to death metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tracks. And then I would just yeah. write poems like Makes that. Makes sense. Did I, I think I've told you before. I, I don't know, but we haven't told the listeners. I was inadvertently at Brian's graduation at Missouri State. Oh, yeah. Like uh, I, the girl I was dating at the time, one of her friends was graduating 
And I remember sitting there bored out of my mind. And then I heard Brian Lay. And I went, what the fuck? Who? <laughs> I was, was like, what, really? That's, that's weird. It was, it was bizarre. It was one of those just serendipitous things. You yeah. Know? Like, huh. And I... Didn't, we didn't talk for again for two and a half years <laughs> after that or something. <laughs> Strange. Oh, boy. So what are we talking about today? What are we doing? We're doing a couple things, I think. But So <laughs> I saw some ad or another, something on Facebook uh, or Twitter, or I saw something somewhere, and I wanted to talk about it. Uh, so you guys are aware of the idea of gendered items, right? Yeah, I mean, we we spent a lot of time talking about gender earlier. Yeah, a very box, familiar a box and a rod. <laughs> yeah, yes, box and rod. You Those get are it. the two genders. Those are the two the socket and the plug. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, I there's only two. There's only yeah. two. <laughs> Don't ever forget that. No, no, no. We're not gonna go there. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff in the world that is completely unnecessarily gendered, and Brennan found a list for us. Of like a hundred unnecessarily gendered items. So I'll start it because I have to talk about my favorite one. Right. Have you guys ever been on Amazon and looked up the reviews for the lady pens? The oh, big pens for uh, women. Yes, I think I saw. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're they're just ballpoint pens, but they're colored pink, and the packaging says pens for her or something along those lines. Right. And. <laughs> And they're just completely unnecessarily gendered. Just get a black pen and hand it to a man and then hand it to a woman. Watch the woman fumble around with the pen because she doesn't know how to use it. Then hand her a lady pen. And she'll start writing calligraphy like it's her job. Yeah, she'll write down recipes. She'll okay. write down how to rear a child. She'll write down how to, how to teach. That's when she becomes, that's when she gets her period. Yep. So, <laughs> that's, and that's it. That's what happens. That's what makes you a woman, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, like the whole gender identity and masculinity, like that, that, that is yeah. ultimately the problem is masculinity and the fact that like we as men, collectively as a society, we can't handle things that aren't for men. Right. So that's why like, or, or stuff that, is for anybody yes. but but appears but we have to like just this like i just randomly came to a thing and like what we like the gender masculinity thing for like babies is like inherently a really yeah. bad thing for babies yeah, and things course. like that but like what is the point of having baby wipes that are wipes that are made the exact same but you have one that is pink for girls and one that is blue for boys. And they're not even the ones using them. The parents are the yeah. ones using yeah. them. What's yeah, the yeah. So again, I think it is just like you said, it's a dad. He doesn't want to use a yes. pink wipe he, on his son because that right. might make him gay. Well, it wipes the pink off on the son's butthole. <laughs> yeah. And that's right. Turns him it into a dog. Tur- I guess. Turns him into a girl. And it's just like the same thing like my, my before we started this podcast, I told the, the boys about my dad has a thing called dude wipes. Yeah. That are... <laughs> Wet wipes for men, and it's like they're the same it's thing. The same thing. Like, what's the point? You flush. You literally <laughs> flush them down the toilet. Just use the cheapest ones. Before we dive into a lot of these, I'll say another good place that I've seen a lot of a lot of good uh, gender jokes, like good uh, uh, misogynistic jokes like this, are Brian and Vargas YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should go check those out. Running Tab Productions on YouTube. Uh, we make fun of a lot of this shit. Uh, because this is insane. ABC books for boys and girls, and it has a hot air balloon and a castle for the girls, a fairy fairy tale castle, and then right. for the boys, it's a fucking crane <laughs> and, and jets. jets. 
And Why the, can't you use the same? Uh, this stuff is so dumb. Well, yeah, and it's just like pointlessly. Like what? Like why? Why? What? What is the point of all this? You know, men yeah. are are we losing our edge? I don't think so. <laughs> what is it to be manly nowadays? We know what it used to be. It used to be beating your child with a belt mm-hmm. and never sharing feelings. Correct. Correct. And just drinking yeah. until you can't feel yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And now, what is it? What is the? Uh, what is manly now? Having a handlebar mustache. Yeah. <laughs> to you guys, what is it? Oh, what's like truly what it is? Like what is? Because yeah. that's it's a very interesting definition. Feminine and oh, masculine yeah, yeah. are very what interesting. Is, what does that mean? Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. all genders have qualities of each of those words. Right. Uh, that's just how people are made. <laughs> You're not. It's true. Like we're not. And I, I think this is a big problem with a lot of things in general. For me, general for me is that like putting things within in boxes that like, oh, like this thing is how it is and that's that's the only way we should know about yeah. it. It's like, no, like all these things are so fluid and like interesting yeah. and, and doesn't mean it can't be this way. Being manly to me is like truly like being in touch with your feelings in a way, like understanding your feelings and what that means for the world and like uh, projecting that onto like the people you love essentially. And like, I think that's femininity as well. Like that's why I think these things are like go hand in hand and are the same. Like the only thing that makes you a man or a woman basically is like how you feel about how you identify essentially. Right. You know, like you only are what you think you are. Correct. And I'm not a part of your world. Exactly. (laughs) And and that's why like the word manly, like, you know, you immediately think of like bath bombs for men that are grenades. And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why do we have these things? Like, it's so goddamn stupid. Uh, Real quick. I think I would enjoy one of those. Yeah, where yeah. are those on Amazon? <laughs> Not for any masculine reason, but just so I could make the pew pew sounds in the bath. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I think being manly is truly like taking care of the people around you and like like having like understanding what your feelings and what your feelings are for these people. See, but and to go exactly along with your right. point, like that also defines what it means to be a good woman too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just—that's f- what I'm saying. Like caring all caring about other same. people yeah. and making feminine, feminine. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, You know, I don't know. I I don't know. I guess I don't know. There they are. The gendered pens. (laughs) Beautifully smooth pen for her. (laughs) Look at the the packaging. Why do you need that much packaging for one pen? As opposed to the rough, terrible pens for men. They cut you. Well, remember, they're made out of sandpaper. Yes. Right, right. And and they're also, they're not only pens. They're made out of sandpaper. uh, But they're also a, a ruler. And uh, they make pew pew noises when you click it, right? Point me in the direction of those pens. <laughs> I, 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 what I am noticing a lot, of, obviously, is the the old trope of of girl is pink, boy is blue. Yeah, right? that, that's the basic. And yeah. I think you know this might be uh, my sister, I guess, rubbing off on me, showing me these things. But uh, <laughs> I, I purposely now. I, I don't know why it might be a subconscious thing, but I buy pink stuff when it's like this to just sort of be like, fuck, like, fuck right. this whole thing. I'm, I need one. I need a pair of work gloves. Yeah. But fuck this whole blue pink thing. Give me the pink right. thing. And if anyone and I'm just I have a beard and I'm I think I'm just big enough that if anyone was like, oh, hey, queer, <laughs> nice gloves. I'd be like, thank you, sir. Would you like to see my butthole? <laughs> it's also pink. So if you guys didn't know, this is this is true. This is. Vargas's Truth Corner. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, we got poetry. Oh, we got oh, Truth Corners. Still in the corner. Kind of thought that was mm-hmm. my thing. You have Poetry Corner. That's across the room. This is Vargas's Truth Corner. <laughs> right. It's in the other right. room. Okay. Okay. Uh, back in, I think it's the, the mid-1800s, 
um, pink was for boys and blue was for girls. I didn't know like, that. Like, for babies. Right it, right. it was literally exactly switched. Um, and at some point, kind of like like how names get gendered and then switched, right, you know? Right. Ashley was initially a dude's mm-hmm. name, and now it's a girl's name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just got switched because people were like, this is weird. Why can't I buy blue for my girl? And then Right. And, and there are all kinds of, like, I mean, look at movies. Like, movies are a big perpetrator of, like, especially from the 50s and uh, even now. Is like the man is the hero, the woman is the person he's yeah. saving, you know? Yeah. And that's why, like, things like Alien was such a revela- revelation for a lot of reasons. Yeah. One, you had your hero was a woman who didn't need no, didn't need a man to, like, help her through this endeavor, right? Right. Um, and that's why, like, I'm really thankful. Uh, the Old Guard is a movie on Netflix I think everyone yeah. should watch. One, because the, it's, it's a phenomenal action movie directed by a woman, a black woman. A black woman. But also the lead is Charlize Theron. Like she's the whole cast is wonderful, but that movie is is phenomenal and great. But I it love, turns that whole thing on its head of like, dude, like the Bechtel test is a is an interesting idea yes. of like from movies and can two women talk without mentioning the man? And and is it? I I know we talk about this a lot, but is it? I mean, it is okay that like Charlize Theron uh-huh. fighting people and. It's okay the things I feel, right? Yes. When yeah, I watch man. that. Yeah. 100%. Feel how you want to feel. I do. <laughs> so, Charlize is a, is another really right. interesting topic because she started out her career as any other woman in Hollywood does where she's like the eye candy right. in She was like a South African model or something like yeah. that, right? And and she was in one of her early breakouts was Fast and Furious 1, right? No. Or, no, no, no. I don't think Charlize or or um Gone in sixty seconds, maybe it was. There was some car Italian movie, job. Italian job. Thank you. We got there. It's all the same shit. <laughs> some guy races a car across whatever Wherever. some European city. Yeah. Um. But yeah, <laughs> and she was just like you know she sat on the hood with her legs crossed and her tits out, and now she's like gotten you know whatever it is twenty five years in the future, and she's like. Nope, I'm going to be the one who does the punching and shooting and kicking now, and it's great. It's fucking great. Yeah. It, honestly, it is. And to me, that is infinitely more, and I know it doesn't matter, but for me, it's infinitely more attractive than her just sitting <laughs> yeah. on the car hood. So Right. But uh, we've come we've come a, a surprisingly short amount of way. Yeah. We, we have not come a long way. We, have, no. we, have, <laughs> we would not earn that Virginia Slim. No. <laughs> we have not come a long way, baby. No. But, I mean, we're getting there, and I think that's what, like... Another needlessly gendered item. Yeah. Cigarettes. Cigarettes. You don't need... They're all dicks that you put in your mouth. (laughs) Sorry, dudes. I'm not sorry. (laughs) Deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) Quit smoking or deal with it. Right. And I think sometimes uh, in this conversation, like, yes, there are small steps people are taking and things are... One day will hopefully get better. But also remember that it is a very vocal minority fighting back against these things, right? So, like, if you ever get really perturbed on... Twitter and the news and things like that. Just remember, like, flip this show on. That's a very, very, very vocal minority that is upset about women having power. So just remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go watch, uh, uh, go watch Point Break. Uh, Go watch, right? Old Guard, Catherine Bigelow. Bigelow, that's right. Yeah. She directed Point Break. Go, go watch any of the, any, go, go pay attention to anything that any woman has created and you'll see that it stacks up against. Clearly, it's far and away from anything Michael Bay has made. Like, <laughs> just just to give an example, cocaine and explosions. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's fine. It's but great. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, it, it's it's so dumb, but it's true that women can do anything right. men can do, and men can do anything women can do. It's true. They're it's fine you're, because you're people, allowed to. People can do anything that other people can do. That's right. I mean, we definitely have. Uh, this is not a. Bi- I know it sounds like a bit, but it, we we definitely have periods. We just don't have the biological <laughs> part of the eggs. Oh yeah, but we yeah. we have. I mean. It's a thing. It's definitely real. Are those Bibles for men and women? Bibles just for boys. Finally. Oh, it says finally a Bible just for boys. Boyble. <laughs> Boyble. You can tell it's for boys because it's got diamond plate on the front. No. And then look at the, the look at that. Look at Bible that. stories for girls. Girl one. Stay at home and raise the children. That's all it says over <laughs> and over again. Let the men kill each other. So buy what you want. Just avoid. Mi- Gendered items are so stupid anyway, so don't don't worry about that. If those are the only two options at the store you're at, yeah, either don't buy it. But if you need it that day, get the ops. Get the one you're not supposed to get. Right. Really stick it to the man. Stick it to him. That's right. Do you want to talk about funny injuries that we've had? <laughs> okay. I have a funny one. Yeah. Let's I hear. Know. It. This would be the final thing we could do. Do you guys have funny injuries? Any any weird injuries you've ever had that are cause a funny story? Uh, not really. I did a front flip. I learned all. The, uh, it's quick. It's quick, but it's not funny. Mine's, I guess mine's pretty quick too. Yeah, I just, uh, I just had just learned how to do a front flip on a trampoline. Nice. And it was still kind of shaky, but I was like, well, I have more time to flip in the air if I jump from the trampoline to the ground. I can complete this mm-hmm. better. Yep. And I tore every ligament in my ankle <laughs> when I tried that. So that's mine. That's my quote unquote funniest injury. I rolled out of my bed just jackassing around when I was like eight years old and I had a Power Rangers toy, the Megazord toy that had the sword and it went right into my hip ass cheek. <laughs> like legit, like went in like just a little bit because it's like a plastic thing but I fell hard enough that it went in my butt and I was like, what the fuck? And I jumped up real fast and I was like, mom, uh, my toy stabbed me. And she's like, what? what? What happened to you? I bet you were mega sore. Oh, uh, yeah. Mega sword. Uh, and you looked and you shook your head, pork cheek. You don't have any funny injuries. I mean, I, I guess where I don't to know. start? Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean for real. I've had a lot of head injuries in my time. Um, it was New Year's Eve. We were playing cops and robbers, and I was going underneath the table and smashed my head. That was <laughs> that was four stitches. Um, I was horsing around with my brother in the living room, fell off, and I hit my head on our brick fireplace, and that mm. was that was six staples. Uh, when grapes. <laughs> When we so were... you won't protect Bella. <laughs> You've had head injuries. Yeah. If our sponsors last podcast on the left have taught me anything, uh-huh. you fit two criteria yeah, so far. But mm-hmm. I only wet the bed until I was nine. I didn't make it. To <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's a serial killer joke for those who don't know. Yeah. Just making sure that pork cheek doesn't slice human cheeks. You know. Yeah. Just pork. Yeah. Just the pork. Just oh. long pig. Uh, we 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 have to we have to go. Brennan <laughs> yeah, and I we, have to I need, fucking I have stuff to do. leave. I have stuff to do today. Uh, but thanks for listening. You know, let us know what your <laughs> best or worst needlessly gendered item that that you've come across oh is. Oh my god, fill our Twitter feed with dumb gendered Please. items. Yeah. Uh, email us at debatesonfans@gmail.com. Find us on that Twitter feed at debates on tap, and find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. Subscribe to us. You know, whatever you listen to us on, find us. Tell a friend. Tell more than one friend. Tell all your friends. Anytime you see a friend, just, you know what? Grab their phone. <laughs> yeah. Go to the whatever app, Google Play or iTunes. Mm-hmm. Just hit that subscribe button. Hit that five-star button. Um, and then tell them you're welcome. 
yeah. they don't need to know what they're welcome for. They'll know. They'll they'll learn. They'll they'll definitely know when they'll they get those today. get the subscription notices. Hey, a new episode's <laughs> out. They'll know. They'll be like, and then they'll text their friend. Thank you. Yeah, it comes full circle. Uh, check out Running Tap Productions again if you haven't already. <laughs> Some lovely misogynistic jokes over there. Uh, and remember, if if you are an actual misogynist, we're making fun of you. Yeah, that's right. you are the fool, not right. us. <laughs> no. Yeah, you are not us. Never us. Uh, other than that. Brendan, I think we're good to go. Thank you for listening. Bye.